Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. I am Matt Williamson. This episode is brought to you by Live Casino. You know what time it is? It's time for football and time to jump into the action at FanDuel Sportsbook and lounge at Live Casino. Bet on your favorite teams at our self-service kiosk and sit back and watch the players duke it out on the field on our massive 40-foot video wall. Bet, watch, and win at Live Casino Pittsburgh, Route 30 at the Westmoreland Mall. Gambling problem? Call one 800 gambler. And we are here to further evaluate this upcoming game, talk about when Buffalo has the ball. Um, They've produced 1,650 yards from scrimmage through four games. That's third most in the league. They're pretty good on offense, folks. Josh Allen has well over 1,200 passing yards and 183 rushing yards. That's 85.5% of the Bills' overall offensive production. And every one of the Bills' touchdowns this year has been accounted for by Allen's arms or le- arm or legs. I mean, he's scored in some fashion every one of their touchdowns on offense. Insane. Um, only Justin Herbert has more passing yards than Allen. Um, and just three offenses attempt more passes per game than Buffalo. Um, last year, this is interesting. I mean, people think of, of, of Allen because he's so big and strong and great arm. And they think about, you know, driving the ball down the field. And he's certainly capable. But last year, 2021, 11.5% of Allen's targets were 20 or twenty yards downfield or more. That was 31st in the NFL. I mean, that might blow people away. Again, that was 11.5% last year. This year, it's down all the way to seven 7.7%. And... About 74% of his throws are 10 yards or shorter. So it they do go downfield, but the majority of it is near the line of scrimmage. Um, you guys know I'm a big fan of EPA per play. Allen right now is only behind Pat Mahomes and Tua. Um, Stefan Diggs, superstar. Far and away, Buffalo's most productive receiver. He has 20 more targets and, and 14 more receptions than any other pass catcher. Um, Diggs has the most receiving yards on the team as well, of course. He has 406 receiving yards. Their second leading receiver is Isaiah McKenzie at 153. Um, Right now, Tyree Kill is the only player in the league with more receiving yards than Diggs. Again, superstar. But the secondary pass catchers are pretty interesting with this team. So Diggs and Gabe Davis have both played 206 snaps. No other Bills receivers played more than 133. So those are the two that are always on the field. However, Davis only has four four catches over his past two games. And for the season, he's only been targeted on 9.5% of his routes. That's 120th amongst wide receivers. Last week, you know, Davis ran a route on every one of Allen's dropbacks, but he was only targeted three times. 
So he's out there, but nothing happening. Um, he does have an ankle that's been bothering him this year, too. I mean, maybe that's the answer. I didn't think he was a great player to begin with. People were all buzz about him in fantasy, and I, I could do without Gabe Davis. I think he's more of a three than a two. Um, Zach w- Wilson last week against the Steelers did a lot of his damage between the numbers. I mean, I remember I talked about that right after the game ended. Boy, the middle of the field is just getting killed for Pittsburgh. He attempted 10 passes in the area of the, in that area of the field between the numbers, completed eight of them for 153 yards. So clearly Buffalo is paying attention to that. Um, last week, Allen only threw for 213 yards. That's his lowest total of the season. Before that game, though, he averaged 338 yards passing per game. Crazy. Um, after running 90 plays and holding the ball for 40 minutes and 40 seconds in Miami, the Bills possessed the football last week for only a little under 22 minutes. So they're not a great time of possession team, which is good for where the Steelers are at right now, to be honest with you. Um, Allen is also Buffalo's leading rusher. He's got 183 yards compared to Devin Singletary, who's at 129. Uh, Allen is gaining 6.1 yards per rushing attempt, though. However, Devin Singletary is definitely taking over as the lead back. Big fantasy note, too. He played 55 of a possible 63 snaps last week. Uh, Zach Moss, James Cook, their second-round pick, they saw a total of eight plays between the two of them. And they, they do use a fullback, Reggie Gilliam. He was out there for seven snaps, and he's you know doesn't carry the ball. But Singletary has definitely dominated this backfield the last two weeks. He handled... 73 and 90% of the backfield snaps in the most two recent games, as well as 73 and 100% of all the backfield routes run, which many of us thought that's why they traded went and got Cook in the second round, but it's been Singletary. Um, the past two games, he's been aligned out wide or in the slot on 15 different snaps. Um, his snap rate has also increased in three straight games, so they're giving him more and more and more. Uh, another rushing note about Allen. <laughs> last week, 69 of his 70 rushing yards came after first contact. So he's not easy to bring down. Um, only nine defenses are giving up fewer yards per rushing attempt than the Steelers. Um, Buffalo's offense creates 24.8 first downs per game, best in the league. You guys know I'm big on creating first downs. Uh, the Bills have used, a, this is an area of concern too. Receivers not named Diggs and the offensive line situation. So this isn't by design. They've used a lot of offensive linemen so far. They've had 10 of their big guys on offense, 10 offensive linemen play more than 20 snaps this year. I mean, so four games, you've had 10 different guys play at least 20 snaps. And Deion Dawkins is the only offensive lineman to play every snap this year. You know, pretty much Steelers have played all five of their offensive linemen every snap. I think Mason Cole missed like two snaps. Um, Steelers defense has taken the ball away eight times in four games. Um, Jordan Poyer of the Bills is the only player in the NFL with more interceptions than Minka right now. And Nick Bosa of the Niners is the only player in the league with more sacks than Alex Highsmith. So those two guys are making big plays. Uh, the Saints and Jets are the only two defenses starting drives with worse field position than Pittsburgh. That'll go a long way if they're not always you know, defending a short field. Steelers I'm talking about. Um, Buffalo is running the seventh most plays per game. The Steelers defense is facing the most plays per game. Maybe that last week starting to bring that trend down. We will see that needs to. 
Um, Pittsburgh's defense ranks 12th in the NFL in EPA per play. That might shock some of you that in a metric I really believe in, they're 12th overall. Uh, the Bills offense is third, however, behind only the Chiefs and Miami. Um, quick break here, and we'll be short on the other side, but um, a couple things I wanted to bring up too uh, that I dug up as well. Okay, one special teams note to mention about the Steelers that the main four special teams, punt team, punt return, kickoff team, kickoff return, Steelers have four dudes who have never missed a snap on those all four of those phases. It's Connor Hayward, it's Jameer Jones, it's Derek Watt, Miles Killebrew. So, interesting. Um, I know many of you are skeptical, or let's rephrase that, are down on the Steelers' offensive line, thinks it's terrible. I've been, you know, trying to sway many of your opinions to the opposite, that I don't think it's horrible. I don't think it's wonderful. But I want to back my case up here a little bit with a couple, with a tweet I just put out at Williamson NFL, by the way. Um, And this is per Pro Football Focus, who I have mixed feelings for, but to be very honest, I go to their site at least every day, and they are a tremendous research for, re, you know, tool for data and snap counts. That's where I get all the snap count stuff. Um, so the term pressures in the pass rush department, I think, is a little vague. And when I write things, I never write pressures because I think they're a little subjective. You know, who's deciding if that's a pressure or not? But Either way, I mean, Pro Football Focus tracks them, both obviously for the offense, you know, in pass protection, as well as rushing the passer. And I bet this blows you guys away. Per PFF, the Steelers have given up the fewest pass rush pressures in the NFL. Steelers O-line, we're talking about here. Fewest pass rush pressures. And you might say, well, weren't they low last year? And they were. Last year, the ball came out of Ben's hands remarkably quick. This year, the Steelers are kind of middle of the road in terms of average time to throw. So there isn't, you know, a cheat code here. You know, they're operating a normal, sustaining passing game. You know, you can have your issues of how it's working or not. But they are not allowing pass rush pressures at a very good rate. You know, that might shock some of you. Um, I did mention this yesterday, though. And it's kind of the thing about this game is, you know, for example, I mentioned that the Bills secondary receivers other than Diggs are a little questionable right now. Well, the Steelers have a bunch of secondary injuries, defensive back injuries, you know, like I mentioned that pressure stat. Well, this is a little scary. The 49ers are the only defense that creates a sack, a higher percentage of opposing dropbacks than the Bills. Buffalo's sacks opposing quarterbacks on 10.2% of the dropbacks, which is amazing. It's only behind the Niners in terms of how often you drop back, what percent of the time do we put the quarterback on the ground with the ball in his hands. And they do this despite blitzing the lowest rate in the league. So 
Steelers aren't allowing pressures. Great. Bills are sacking the quarterback at the second highest percentage in the league and only sending four more than any team in the league. This is re- pretty remarkable, too, and I think I touched on it yesterday, but I can't stress it enough. Steelers better get up in this game early or control the flow of it early because the Bills' defense has been on the field for 20 drives in the second half of games. Okay, that's normal. You know what I mean? It's a little low, but it's normal. You know what I mean? Five per game, give or take. You're out there in the second half of games. They've given up points on just one of those drives. <laughs> 20 drives, they've shut the opponent out, 19 of them. One out of 20 drives have resulted in points. And I know I told you guys this one yesterday, but in the third quarter alone, they are outscoring their opponents 44 to nothing. You know, you talk about halftime adjustments and figuring out your opponent or dictating how the flow of the game goes when it matters most. Nobody's doing it better than the Bills. I mean, just remarkable. So... Um, that's all I got. I mean, just kind of touch on things. We will continue to dig into this game tomorrow. Feel free to tweet me at Williamson NFL. Uh, please check out my latest article on the site. I think it's a fun one. And I guess that's all I got for now. Talk to you tomorrow.